Hey y'all, Michael Lunsford here, Citizen Friendly Louisiana. I've been hearing out on the street about all this election integrity stuff, so I figured I would just take some uh, a little bit of time to do some short segments on what I'm hearing out there from the election miscreants and malcontents and just my own research. Because what I do, I, I hear this stuff and I figure, well, you know, who else is looking into this? Who else is seeing if any of this is really true, uh, if there's any basis for their disagreement or, or, or with saying that Louisiana is a terrible place. So one of the things I was hearing was the Heritage Foundation has ranked us sixth in the United States, Louisiana. Who knew, right? When was the last time you remember us being in the top 10 of anything that wasn't bad? But yet here we are, election integrity scorecard on Heritage Foundation's website. We are sixth place. And of course, the miscreants and malcontents are saying, well, that's not good enough. We should be higher. Because did you look at it? Did you look? We only got a 78. Now, 78 is not acceptable to me. Okay. Well, and all of this stuff comes in your ear and it sounds, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, that shouldn't be acceptable. I get it. But let me tell you what you're probably not doing. You're probably not going to Heritage Foundation's website and looking at this stuff for yourself. So let's jump in. Let's go look at the Heritage Foundation's election integrity scorecard and where Louisiana didn't come up high enough and these people's estimation, which by the way, they can't name something that Louisiana is not doing. They just said 78 is not good enough. So let's jump in. So here we are. We are on heritage.org. And if you want to follow along, it's election scorecard. So heritage.org forward slash election scorecard gets you right here to the scorecard. Now let's have a look. So here we are. This is Louisiana. We are ranked sixth. We're tied for sixth place with some other states. The, by the way, the green means we are in the top 10. You see that there? So Louisiana score is 78. Oh, no, that's terrible. That's not good enough. Well, who's number one? And this is the question that they never bring up, or th this is something they never talk about, these miscreants. So let's look. Here we go. Number one, Tennessee. And it's not tied for first. They are first with a high, high score of 84. So what's the difference between an 84 and a 78. Well, it's only six points. So when they say 78 is not good enough, well, it's six points is good enough to be in first place. So they want 100%. Well, look, I'll say this. I, I make scorecards, and I'll tell you, we intentionally make stretch goals for folks so that nothing is perfect and they have an opportunity to make a positive change no matter how good they are, right? That's the way it should be. So here we go. Let's have a closer look at why we have a 78 and they have an 84, okay? I'm going to set this aside for a minute. So here we go. This is the Louisiana side and the Tennessee side. By the way, you get these pages by just clicking on the state. So you can see this for yourself right there from the scorecards. So let's scroll down a little bit and let's have a look. I have a few of these open. We're going to shut those down real quick just so we can have a better look at where we rank and how that looks. All right. So here we are, Louisiana 78, Tennessee 84. So Louisiana got a 16 out of 20 for voter ID implementation. Tennessee's got a perfect score of 20 out of 20. Well, let's see maybe where did Louisiana miss the mark? So here we are, 6 out of 6, fine, 4 out of 6, okay, 6 out of 6, great, and 0 out of 2. So here we have 4 points between 2 here and 2 here. Let's have a look. The state requires a photo ID or a unique identifier such as a driver's license, serial number, or last four digits of Social Security number for absentee voting. 
So we get a partial score of 4 out of 6. So where do those two points go? Let's take a look at more information. Absentee by mail voting is limited to narrow categories of individuals who are unable to vote in person. Only certain categories of applicants must provide copies of photo ID. So in Louisiana, it's a little it's a little different. We don't require photo ID every single time someone votes by mail, especially uh, senior citizens that are over a certain age. They can sign up to receive vote by mail pretty much without having to re-sign up for it every single time there's an election. So each time they get a ballot, they don't have to do a voter ID. This is my interpretation of what they're saying here is they want a little bit more verification that that person is still there and, and able to vote, right? So if we were to change our rules, we could get two points here. The next one, another two points, the state does not allow the use of an affidavit exception by the voter to a photo ID requirement. So Louisiana, again, we're, we're our own place, man. We're a weird spot. So voters who do not present a valid ID may cast a regular ballot if they sign an affidavit, which is a sworn statement that's, you know, under perjury, you could go to jail for lying, right? That includes their date of birth and mother's maiden name. Again, however, no statute or administrative code found requiring verification of this information. So we don't know that this information is not being verified. It's just not in a law or the administrative code for the Secretary of State. So we could fix this with an administrative code, apparently, and get those two points back just by saying potentially what the Registrar of Voters is already doing by verifying this once they cast their ballot, right? So easy breezy. That's, there's two points, easy. All right. So we just found four points right here, just four points with these two items. So let's go back and look at what would that do? So that would take us from a 78 to an 82. Well, who else has an 82? Oh, look, Alabama does with a score. The 82 would make them third place. So we'd be tied for third place with Alabama. What do you think of that? Just with those two little changes. So let's go back and see what would it take maybe to get to first place. <clears throat> so here we go. Now, Tennessee got a 25 out of 30, and we got a 22 out of 30. There's three points in here somewhere that we could potentially catch and even pass Tennessee. So let's see where the differences are. All right, scroll. All right, right here. Here's one point. State election officials run data comparisons between the statewide voter registration list and state welfare and public assistance agencies to find information relevant to registration, such as address changes, death, citizenship status, and other factors affecting eligibility. We don't do that. Again, we don't know that we don't, but there's no statute or administrative code to that effect. So we could, if that's something we wanted to fix, we could do that with an administrative code that does not necessarily have to go before the legislature. Let's see, how are we doing? Uh, is that it? One more. Here we go. All right, so now we're aligned again. <clears throat> Let's have a look. So, um, all right, this is the next one that we missed. If the answer to the previous question is yes, election officials check to see how many individuals are registered at that address in order to find any anomalies such as a large number of individuals registered at a single family home. So Louisiana does not do that necessarily because there's no statute or administrative code to that effect. I happen to know personally that we don't do that because I found in the data a home, or excuse me, it was an apartment for homeless folks that had 588 registered voters. However, that building had been vacant for two years by the time I found it, 
and yet those voters were still registered in the building. So this is something that we should be working on, right? And we could do it according to this with an administrative code. That would get us right where we need to be. So Tennessee missed this one too. Let's, uh, let's keep moving. Uh, all right, we missed this one as well. So by the way, we just established two points, one here and one here, that we could catch Tennessee with. Now we are tied for first place with Tennessee, but let's look at we missed this one too. So if we get this one, we'll overtake them with instead of an 84, we'll have an 85. So let's have a look. State election officials access any commercially available data, such as from credit agencies, to verify voter registration information. So, again, you're going to have the same excuse, no statute or administrative code. We could, according to the scorecard, establish an administrative code that would allow us to check credit scores to determine whether or not the voter is registered in the right place or not. So this... <laughs> This is near and dear to me because I actually brought this up in the Voting Systems Commission, and I was demonized by the press for suggesting that we connect with credit databases. Well, here you go. Tennessee's doing it, and as a result, they're in first place. So let's go back. Let's look at the scorecard again. So Tennessee's 84, and I just showed you how we could get to 85 and be in first place. Not hard to do. So here we are. This is, again... I'm just trying to show you how to do your own research and identify and come to your own conclusion without listening to outside forces that sound compelling. A lot of these folks are very confident in what they're telling you because 78 is just not good enough, right? Well, I just showed you how we can become first place in relative short order according to this. But Tennessee, even at first place, is an 84. And they're not telling you that. Why are they not telling you that? Because they want you to think that our voting system is rigged and that you shouldn't even bother to show up to vote because your vote doesn't matter anyway. I disagree. I think that we should vote. I think the last election we had for Congress reflected it. Everyone, all of the Republicans that were in predominantly Republican districts won. We even had Senator Kennedy who was reelected without, you know, it wasn't stolen. No one took it. So the point is, do your own research. Don't just listen to all the echo chamber stuff. Do your own research. If you have questions about the Heritage Scorecard, I'm, again, I'm not with Heritage, but I'll do my best. You're welcome to ask it down below. If you've heard something else, if you've heard some other chatter out there that you'd like me to look into for you, and again, we're going to be doing a few of these videos, but if you've heard something else you want to know about, comment below, and I'll maybe we'll, we'll be able to dig into that, and I'll do a video on that too. Until next time, keep digging, y'all. Keep finding the truth. Keep doing your own research. Talk to you soon.